Good morning, Singapore. Good morning, everyone on LinkedIn Live, on YouTube, and on Facebook. Good morning. Welcome to the uh, always Friday morning on uh, episode of uh, Careers uh, Success with Adrian and Yen. If you've not uh, tuned in before, my name is Adrian, and I'm the CEO and founder of Career Agility International. And together with me is Yen, our super coach, executive director, and co-founder. Yen, good morning. Happy Friday, Adrian. How are you doing? Yeah. You can tell I've had too much coffee this morning. Double dose. Really? Uh, espresso. Yeah, correct. I'm, I'm oh, you haven't warmed up. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've not done my 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 uh, Mongolian y- uh, uh, yodeling uh, thing yet. So it's like uh, haven't haven't fully warmed up. But <laughs> yes, it's it's been a it's been a crazy week. Uh, we've been really busy, and we've had uh, yeah. lots of uh, one-on-one coaching sessions with a lot of our clients. And one of the things that uh, have uh, we've had a lot of requests from people. We've been asking us about switching jobs and to introduce yeah. hot job market. It's such a hot topic, isn't it? It is. And um, I think a lot of our clients are getting more than one offer. Uh, and it's a happy problem, but a problem nonetheless. Can you imagine if they have like three or a, a good pipeline of opportunities and then two, two companies are interested in potentially um, employing? <laughs> And so yeah. they're thinking, gosh, where do I go and which one? And, you know, I think a lot of them wish they had a, a, a fortune teller or some kind of crystal ball that can predict which would be the better option. It's quite funny. It is. Uh, and what's, what's uh, really interesting we are seeing as well as uh, many of our clients, uh, uh, you know, after a period of lull and quiet, right now they're getting up to two or three offers at a go because the market is just so... Uh, buoyant and not mm. only market being buoyant you know they have been able to figure out their positioning uh, their pitch and their interviews are so on point that people want them mm. so if you're in a situation where you have a where you're faced with a difficult position or having to select and choose between two or three offers i feel so sorry for you the worst part is um that the one that is uh the the offer that came first is your perhaps not ideal choice and yeah. then you're trying to wait for the other one and it's kind of taking its own sweet time. And then there's a third one that's a distant, you know, not too, not too far, but, you know, not fast enough for you to compare. <laughs> um, and you're wondering, should I wait if I let go the first offer? What if the second and the third one don't happen? Or if I accept the first offer and what if number two and number three come along? What do I do? Because it'd be bad yeah. for me to not start with number one. Um, it's, a, it's a very common problem. And yeah. it's still and a problem. It's in, we just had a client uh, two weeks back who got an offer from exactly the same situation you said. From uh, the first offer that came in was from the number two company, okay. Mm. And he wanted the company he wanted to work for. Uh, we are still invest, we are still talking to other people, kind of a uh, situation. <laughs> and yeah. well, he signed the, the offer letter with that first company, which was his number two choice. And you're supposed to start work in like about two months' time. Mm. And then, uh, close after he signed his tenant's resignation, and lo and behold, last week he was offered the job by number one company. He should have. Okay, so the question here is, a, is an ethical conundrum. If you've signed yes, an offer, is, letter, right? should yeah. you abort all your other opportunities? You should, right? By. By for, for the sense of integrity and ethics, you should if you signed on an other, offer letter, yeah. you should abort all and stop progressing the other opportunities. The fact that you're 
willing to progress other opportunities is akin to oh yeah would you you know you propose marriage to your fiance and then you continue to date the other girlfriend a bit wrong no, now, right not me, not me. but that's, that's where it gets interesting because you then have a situation where you want to reject the offer or some people even don't turn up for day one of work and i've seen that mm, happen before mm, okay yeah where they don't yeah, turn up for work on day goes, one. that's really bad yeah. for your reputation Very but when bad. you get a, and, and when you get a situation like that now it's like what do you do right so that is what i actually call job hopping even before you start the work <laughs> uh, for my for my money, if and, and for our listeners, if you are young-ish, meaning that you still see um, your a thirty-year future, twenty-year future ahead of you, please don't do this. Uh, if you are a little bit more seasoned and it's been, you know this is going to be your last hurrah, then do whatever you want. The, you know, your it's it's your your journey is almost at the end of the of the line, so it's okay. Yeah. I mean, okay, wait, hang on, hang on. Okay, not okay. It's but, not okay, but, but um, it it's people don't judge you if you were to select your 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 first choice by turning down and then declining the second sorry. choice. I, call me old fashioned, okay? I still judge. I think it's uh, going to be a matter of integrity. But if you want to do it, no, it's up to you. And uh, I'm sure you have very strong, compelling reasons for doing that. Uh, you know, there's always yes, yes, you have to have yeah, you have to have the strong, compelling reason. You're right, Adrian. Yeah. Uh, but also and... come to me because I'll help you with the decline portion of it. So if you've accepted an offer, okay, and a better one comes along, what do you do? Um, and of course, contextualize it. Um, there are ways mm. that you can decline yeah. starting, but you can always turn around and say thank you very much, mm. but. I'm not starting with you. I've got something yeah, else. You can you can faint faint coma. Say sorry. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna I'm in a coma right now. I can't come back to you until like two years time. I, I have no idea uh, how to come out of it squeaky clean. And you probably won't. But you uh, won't. You, know, just you won't. Yeah. yeah, just be mindful. Yeah. You won't. You will not come out smelling like roses. Let's put it this way. And it's a very so, good, I guess, uh, connection to what we're going to talk about today because uh, this very. Um, in very bad behavior of um, signing on the dotted line and not starting is just as bad as, uh, a, again, it's a perception in your reputation in the market. It's just as bad as job hopping. So today we're going to try and figure out and define what job hopping really means and what are some of the ramifications. Yeah. In fact, what is really interesting is we did a topic on this like sometime in uh, August last year, and it was a really, really uh, very highly, highly watched uh, episode. And this year, because the context has changed, in that a lot of people are, are leaving their jobs right now. So we wanted to revisit this again. That's so why it's it's called uh, "Excuse Me, I a Job Hopper Part Two, uh, the twenty twenty two version." So if you have any questions about job hopping, or if you think you are a job hopper, or someone has ever mentioned to you that you are a job hopper. Please tune in, please ask the questions, drop questions into the comment section, whether you're on Facebook, whether you're on YouTube, whether you're on LinkedIn Live. Just drop the question and we'll be happy to answer it for you. Now, on to, on to the headlines of the week. And this segues very nicely into exactly what we are uh, going to talk about today. The Great Reshuffle. Are Singaporean employers' attitude towards job hoppers changing? Are they? Yeah, what do you think? Um, I have met many employers who have many, many opinions. Um, and then there are some, there are some obviously who have had bad experiences. 
And so just like anyone else, right, through our own life experience, it helps to frame the way our opinion of the world, it, 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 it changes. So I've met employers who are, who think that if you've changed the job every two to five years, you are a job hopper. And so in a, in a 20 year career, if you had six, seven jobs, you're a job hopper. But in general, I personally, I don't think so. But then there, again, there are those who, who love job hoppers because it shows that you are very agile and very versatile. You learn quickly. Um, so I think everyone has their own opinion. So I, I cannot speak for the market. <laughs> and, and, you know, there are job hoppers and there are job hoppers. There are some people who switch jobs okay, for better moves. Okay, we're going to talk about this later. And then there are those job hoppers who treat job hopping like an extreme sport, okay, where, it's, where they go really, really all the way every three Or they months, change outfits. Months. It's like they change outfits every day. Yeah, it's the it's not outfit of the day. Oh, today is J J J O T D. Job, job of the day. Job I of the no day. Idea. I have no idea what they're doing. And we've seen such cases before. Okay, and if you are like that, uh, let's have a let's have a grown up discussion about it on how mm. how we can address it, how you how you can address it, how you can fix it, and. To be honest, sometimes, especially in today's market where the certain particular talents and skills are in short supply, employers do not mind closing one eye if you have the right skills and if you have had quite a jumpy career, they don't mind bringing you on board. But I can tell you that they don't have very high hopes of you staying. <laughs> they're going to treat yeah. you very much like a temp, temp worker because they're not so sure whether or not you're going to stick around. If you had like five jobs in the past two years, no, they just want you there, but I have no idea how long they're going to stick. You're going to stick, so I'm going to have a backup plan. I'm not. I may not open the keys to the kingdom uh, to you, right? So yeah, yeah, you until you prove yourself. Manage. Yeah. But the okay. So there are so many things that you've brought up. If you changed five jobs in two years and have recently just graduated, it's actually not a bad thing because those five jobs perhaps were experimental. And so if you perhaps. are 28, yeah. 27. Yes. Um, and you're thinking, okay, well, I haven't, you know, COVID and I need a job, so I'll take yeah. anything. So as if, if there is a valid reason for mm -hmm. some of those moves, and more importantly, and this is really important, if those moves have the same theme, meaning mm -hmm. that you remain within a specific domain, i.e. Um, if you are a business analyst and you're thinking, you know, with a strong data flavor, um, and you, you've always worked in data analysis of, of a specific domain, and then you've had a few short-term jobs. So the employer would love to have you on board, and then it becomes their challenge to give you um, more challenges, more growth opportunities, sexier projects, and retention tools that will help make you stay because it takes two hands to clap. So that's okay. So that's I'm true. thinking two jobs in five years in the same theme, <laughs> the same domain, it depends okay. on a lot. And, and, exactly, <laughs> and exactly your point, Yen. It's very contextualized. Okay. How yes. long is a piece of string? You know, it's like, oh, so, so we need to have context to it. And that's why today we're going to talk about job hopping. Yeah. Uh, how does it hurt you? What is it all about? Are you a job hopper? So let's, let's talk about what is a job hopper. <laughs> that lady is note. not, she's not, she's not hopping. She's leaping. <laughs> she's a job leaper. <laughs> she's, she's, she looks very happy yeah. leaping getting off her, uh, her current job but you know she it's what is a job hopper and it's very relative as well if you look at different industries the banks uh, a lot of times 
they, they tend to have people that working in the banks tend to have a bit longer tenures than those in technology. So for someone who's in the bank, I'll give you an interesting example as well. My, my older brother, as you know, he's a doctor. And he looks, used to look at my career and he goes, oh, no, Adrian, you're a job hopper and you change your job once every like five, six years. Mm. And I'm going like, that's not job hopping. That's, that's not job hopping. That's not job hopping. But to him, it is. So that's why sometimes you know, if you are from, if you, exactly right. So if you are in a position right now uh, uh, and you're, if say, say you're in the tech industry and you want to move to the banking industry, sometimes the banking HR person might look at you and go, oh, job hopper. So you can't control Maybe. that. That's the definition, right? It's, it's, it's just there. It's, the, it's changed over time. And job hopping used to be seen as a bad thing in the old days. But today... Yes, because in the old days, loyalty was very important. Yeah, you know, like my dad, he worked in the bank for like 26, 28 right. years. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. So, but today, you know, if, if you want to work 28 years in the same company, in the same role... Something's wrong with you. Something's wrong, you know. It's 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 <laughs> something's wrong with your career. This is what the perception is going to be. Something's wrong with your career. You know, something's wrong with what's wrong with you. you know, why weren't you headhunted? Why weren't you promoted? So a lot of questions. Mm. So the definition of job hunt, job hopping has changed tremendously. I think it's gotten uh, more acceptable to have shorter tenures, uh, and even then, it's it cannot be too short. So um, prevailing wisdom, right? Um, again, this is a generic uh, definition, but prevailing wisdom is this. When you first come on board you're, and, and this is, you're just starting a new job, it typically takes you a minimum of a year to really, truly learn the ins and outs, to be very, very sure about what is going on. It takes about a year. And I know some of our listeners are going to disagree. And by the second year, you are... Only by the second year, when you've seen an entire fiscal year cycle, can you be um, effectively productive. Yeah. Um, and, and only then, by your third year, can you initiate and hopefully start making um, your own initiatives and start you know, making waves. So, true, so right? it's, it's usually about business cycles, isn't it? And so even though perhaps the, the, the environment that you're in, the cycles are a lot faster, so then you still need to see at least two to three cycles before you can effectively say, okay, it's time for me to move on because I need to grow. So yeah. um, that would be the definition. But in the old days, the days of, of your, yes, you, know, you stay eight years, 10 years, 12 years. And within those eight, 10, 12 years, you have to have at least some sort of progression, some sort of promotion. And, and it's interesting too, you know, yeah, because one of my headhunting mentors when I was a really young headhunter, headhunter when I was year high, Okay, just starting out. And I was covering the telco sectors. And he used to tell me, look, if you see a salesperson who's a salesperson in the telco sector, okay, negotiating, you know, negotiating those big deals, if they've been at a job for about nine months or maybe a year-ish, and they want to take deal. if they want to take credit for this deal that I closed, you know, wow, yeah. how many million dollars? Yeah, you're right. It's not his deal. It's not these, his deal. these things take yeah. very long sales cycles. So Correct. You know, and if you keep going nine months here, nine months there, you know that you you never seen a sales cycle like what you mentioned through from, yeah. from from inception, from conception to delivery, baby to out, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's a business cycle, work. absolutely. Yeah, so yeah. it's all about business cycle. So uh, it it does hurt your your marketability sometimes if you meet the right headhunter or recruiter or hiring manager who knows his stuff. Yeah, and uh, you you and I know this, right? We've we've headhunted a long time, and I've seen profiles and. When someone says, ooh, did a close don't know what ABC deal within six months of joining, I'm like, right. Some, someone cooked it for you. Yeah. <laughs> and then and 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 then you 
perhaps contributed to closing it, but you yes. cannot claim you cannot claim to have seen an entire cycle. So yeah. the definitions have changed. In fact, the uh, the big question now is then, uh, who is a job hopper? Okay, who is a job hopper? So yeah, and I'm going to ask you a few a few questions. Uh, I'm going to give you some. You're going to give me some scenarios. Yeah. Yeah, and in fact, if you're watching and tuning in right now, okay, I've got my scenario list here on uh, my little post-it pad, and let's let's ask. Okay, so a person, job hopper or not? A person who's changed five jobs in three years. Five jobs okay. in three years? Th How 35 old? Years, 35 years old. Let's just keep 35 it on. 35 years, years old. 35 years old. So from 30 to 35, he had five jobs. Yeah. Five, five jobs in three years. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. Something's wrong with this individual. I mean, again, um, at a quick, quick diagnosis, if, if there are no other candidates, I would... Yeah probably meet this candidate and ask what happened. But if yeah. I have other candidates, I would probably not consider this candidate. And please note now to our viewers right now that we are not being judgmental on you as a person. We are telling you what the headhunter will think when he, he or she sees your profile, okay? You are not, the problem is not with, the, you, don't, you don't have a problem personally, but you have a career narrative issue which needs to be fixed. And these are the things that when a mm. headhunter looks at your profile, Headhunters are very judgmental people, okay? You know, you headhunters out there, you know when I, what I say this because I used to be one, Yen used to be one, okay? We are very judgmental. We look at a profile and we start making stories in our head. Uh, someone who's got five jobs in three years probably has 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 challenges, okay? Uh, yes. a job Because the perception is there. How about this? Three jobs in five years. How old? Oh, 35, okay. So 35 in also. five years, he had three jobs. Um, and is again, in, I, in the current job? <laughs> again, it depends on what those three jobs are and it depends on the company that he used to or she or she used to work for and if I have no other candidates. Okay. Oh, oh wait, about, wait, Adrian, Adrian, I'm going to add another another um, uh, element. It also depends on yes. what, what this individual did in the 10 years before. So at 35 years old, changed three jobs in five years. So from the age of 30 to 35, he's had three jobs. What mm -hmm. happened between the ages of 22 to, 20, to 29? If yeah. that was a one job from 22 to 29, and then he had three short jobs, it's yeah. okay. But if between 22 and 29, he had another eight jobs, I'm not touching. I'm not That's touching why it's, it's all about context, isn't it? You know, how about someone who is a contract worker or, or a gig exactly. worker who's doing three uh, a, a projects, you know, nine-month projects, nine-month in another company? So, yeah. so if you've done like yeah. six jobs in the past five years, because you've been, okay. a, you've been freelancing, it's not yes. too bad too. So, so it, it's all about content. That's a narrative. You're right. Now, 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 yeah. I'm going to throw a very tricky question to you because this really, okay. really happened. Okay. Yes. A person who got retrenched three times in a row, one and a half mm. uh, in the career of 15, 15 years in a job. Okay. Got retrenched. Joined another company a year and a half later, got retrenched. Joined a third mm. company six months later, got retrenched. Mm. Your point of view, flight risk. Um, no, it's not a flight risk. What's um, happening? Is, is this person a job hopper? No, but <laughs> this person's not a job hopper. Um, and I want I would do a bit more research into the organizations that he or she has joined and whether or not those retrenchments were bona fide or performance related uh, or something else. Um, yeah. Because there are bona fide changes and sometimes you're just that unlucky. You know, you move from a hot seat to the next hot seat to the next hot seat and an even hotter one because, you know, you barely yeah. stayed six months. 
Um, that's that's really unfortunate. Um, and so it's important to take a step back and figure out what's going on so that there's some sustainability moving forward. So if this person is, what did you say, 15 years in one job one and then job. three, and, and, three subsequent yeah. retrenchments, right? Yeah, He's yeah, not yeah. a flight risk. And, and, and the retrenchments due to the company shutting down and everything. So yeah. true story. Yeah. I'm telling you, I'm sharing this to you because yeah. it's a true story. Yes. So I once presented someone like this to a client of mine. And my client looked at the profile. I said, I like this profile, but I don't want to hire this person because he looks like he's bad luck. My company might shut down if, I, if he joins. You know? Everywhere he joins. I said, that's not a nice thing to say, Mr. HR, you know. But, but that's the perception. Unfortunately, we find it hard to control people's perception. But if you ask me and if you ask Yen, we are both of the same uh, idea, on the same point of view, that it's not, it's not, it's, it's probably unfortunate. It is unfortunate. It's probably a, a selection process that's gone wrong. I mean, mm. you could be in an industry that's really on, 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 that's waning already. On it's the wane, yeah. Yeah, mm. it's down already, going down. Yeah. You know, like how many, how many uh, pager repair shops or fax machine repair? You know, you cannot, so you have, or maybe you're in a skill set area that, uh, that that's not in demand anymore. So if yes. you are facing that kind of situation, you need to revamp because otherwise the next one you're going to go to, you're going to join another industry that's, uh, it's just another company on, on its last mm. legs in its final vestiges. Mm. You have to be mindful that you, then what you need is a career strategy. Come talk to us because yeah. we are very good at helping it's almost, individuals out with a career strategy. You're right. And so the, the analogy, um, if I can just say what the scenario looks like, it's, it's like you're trying to cross a river, but the stones and the pebbles that you're trying to jump across get progressively smaller, narrower and further away. So with every jump, your risk just increases like crazy. So with a career um, that is spans of 40 years, You, if you make that move, you've got to look for other things that's going to help widen the opportunity and not narrow it further. And I'd like to take I, this opportunity to address yeah. uh, a comment because there's a comment in our chat box about, um, you know, whether five jobs in three years is an indication of a candidate shopping around. Um, it's probably right and there are exceptions. And um, the comment, the commenter is also right because if I'm interviewing the candidate, obviously I'm going to find out why and what happened. Now the issue here is this, if I have other better looking candidates on paper, I'm not even going to give you a chance. It means I've yeah. prejudged you just based on a narrative that you never got a chance to tell me about. It's yeah. a narrative that I've, I've, I've imposed just by looking at the sequence of roles that you've held, held in, the, in the last five years. So it's really unfair, but that's the way the world is. Like if I have no other candidate, then yes, I will interview and I'll go and investigate further. But I sometimes don't have the luxury of time to interview every single candidate. And so if another candidate comes along with a five year here and a six years there and wow, another like two years, mm -hmm. I will I will interview that candidate it, instead of the three years. After in all, right? So I want to choose. So, so it, it's, it could hurt you. And that's why, you know, when we talk about uh, issues like this, uh, who's a job hopper, it's it's tricky because uh, it's all about perception. And it's more prevalent now, if you ask me, because the temptation to move is just so great. You know, in the past two and a half years, there has been pent up desire to move. The salaries were compressed uh, job opportunities were, were compressed, were restricted, you know, not so many things. So a lot of people just want to move right now. And even after they've landed a job, they realize that, hey, there's another company that's willing to pay a little bit more. Should, should I move? And it doesn't help. And it's a good thing, lah, that the job market is pretty good right now. So 
how then you know, do you resist the temptation to move? Because we have another situation of a client of ours who may help to land a job and he landed one of his, uh, it's a fantastic job. Okay, he's been on the job for the past four months. But now another headhunter from his number one company, which he wanted to join, has called him up and go, do you want to join? No? This is the dream job, the dream location, the dream role, you know, with the dream team. Where were and you six months ago? <laughs> so, hey, do I leave now? If I leave now, do I look like a job hopper? So mm, mm. we're seeing a very unique situation in the market now where there is a very strong demand and the temptation is there. Okay, it's like you're on a diet and suddenly, you know, you go to a buffet place and you're like, whoa, sorry, I'm a bit hungry this morning. That's why I'm talking about that. And, and why is it bad for you? Okay, why is job hopping bad for you? Job hopping is bad because it's a major red flag, isn't it? Yeah. It, it's, um, again, before anyone gets a chance to even speak with you, to understand why, what happened, and whether or not those those movements were, um, I guess, for a purpose and a reason that sounds normal. Because we, we have a tendency to just go down the negative route. Oh, there's a break in my career. Oh, he must have gone to jail. You know, you know that, that people, people assume, right? Three jobs in five. And, and so like, like that HR person that you were speaking with, gosh, this guy sounds like bad luck. Every company he joins folds. So people have their perceptions and there's a tendency, it's very easy to just make a negative um, I guess connection, as opposed to nah. I think I think we need to give this guy a chance. So yes, um, it it it's a battle that you can't fight. So if people are looking at your LinkedIn profile and they see, gosh, one year seven months, two years eight months, you know, and then another job for eight months, six months, and then another one for fifteen months, and and LinkedIn does that, right? LinkedIn, yeah, every it, role, it shows all. It, 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 shows, it all. shows all. So it's like eight years six months great okay good right but if it's f five jobs and each job is one year seven months mm. um you know eight months and then the next job is one year five months it, it can be it can be a bit red flag and so again i would probably put you on the back burner yeah. and then go you would be the prime candidate unless you are you, you are you know related to the ceo or something but we have a very interesting question popped up okay i want to share so a uh, LinkedIn user asked, uh, is it good to state the reasons for of leaving, reasons for leaving in a CV? No. <laughs> Why? My quick answer is no, because your resume has got no space for that. Yeah, I agree. And, and seriously, right. if, if we can see from company A to company B that there's a bigger title and a larger job scope, we can make that own assumption. We can make that lead. Yes, yeah. you moved on because the role was bigger. It's kind of obvious this was a Singapore-based role and that role was APAC, for example. Then you don't need to waste an entire line going like, I left for better opportunity. I'm sorry, Dale. It's a little bit, um, it's understood, right? Um, yeah. I think the yeah. only time when I mm. want to indicate when I, again, like this is, it depends. Uh, the only time when I allow someone or mm -hmm. recommend that they indicate a reason for that transition is when there's a career break, either for study or for sabbatical. Yeah. Other than that, there's no need to state a reason for that. And I think it, it, it tends to make you come across as being defensive. So yes. I would just leave it, leave it alone. Uh, our advice is don't put the reason for leaving. Uh, if you, uh, it's, it's, it makes you look like, like hey, you know, just my reason, it's not my fault. Just, just uh, put it there. And if they're keen, you know, they'll ask you anyway. So don't, don't put it in. I wouldn't recommend putting it in. Okay. 
Good yeah. question, though. Yeah. And the other reason why uh, it's bad, uh, having a job, job hopping, perce- being perceived to be a job. Yes. That's one of the biggest red flags any headhunter, any hiring manager. It's like they don't want yeah. this person who's got a pattern to come in and mm. Act, mm. act out that pattern again. In six months, they leave, or one year, they leave. And then, it's like what you say, like what you say, yeah, it takes a while for the business cycle to go through, and it's yeah. unfair. Uh, it's very unfair for it's unfair for someone to say, oh, um, to judge you based on past experiences because those do. past experiences are not predictive of future future behavior. But, but, they, but that's our fallacy. But it's our fallacy, but, isn't it? It is. It's a it's a fallacy of bias, right? Where yeah. I assume that because this has happened to you in the past, that the future will also be like that. Hmm. That there's a reason for that. It's unfair. It's, it's unfair, it's and we cannot that, that predict. Future. Yeah. We cannot predict what will happen in the future. But. So that's why, okay, uh, if if you are faced, if you just join a company and you're faced with a better offer on your table now, okay, you really need to think long and hard because you don't want to have the reputation. So you know what can you do to prevent it? Okay. The big question is always about context. If mm. you do, if you've had like 15 years, 8 years, 6 years, and then you join a company for maybe uh, 6 months, and then you want to look for something better, I think that's okay because everyone's everyone of us is entitled to one or maybe two of those because you join and then the, the environment is not the right one for you the role is not that great you will not promise yeah. the right job or right resources so yeah those types we can close one eye yeah what do you think it, it's um i was just looking at the comments there's a lot of comments um and and yes i agree with you um and it's like you rightly pointed out, it's context, it's a narrative, it's a story. And you and I know, right, when we read people's LinkedIn, we can see the story. Yeah. And we're probably accurate in our deductions and our inferences if, about If the headhunter is seasoned enough like us, experienced enough, we can yeah, tell. We, 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 can, we can, can tell the story. Like, okay. And sometimes you can even tell when the move was because you followed a certain leader. And you can also tell that, you can tell. So it's really about the context. Um, and it's 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 all about the the, the narrative. So stick to um, making sure that your career story is congruent. That would be my final answer. True. Final answer, <laughs> yes, for five hundred points. Answer. So if you if you have been job hopping or if you had a patchy career previously, please don't do it again. Unless they are really extenuating circumstances, okay? Yeah, because it has to be so compelling. To then you yeah. need to know at the back of your mind that no matter what happens, you need to stay. Yeah, I mean, if you've got a boss who's traumatizing you or if you're working in a chemical plant with no hazmat suits or whatever it is, then you don't stay because I don't want to be a job hopper. You're going to end up dying, right? So if your yeah. safety is involved, yeah. you're going to quit, that, then that's a different story. That's valid and legitimate yeah. reason for leaving. But if, if someone offers you like $200 more in salary and you quit, then, then, then that's a bit of a, of an issue. So if you've been job hopping, or, or, or you or you join because it's a trendy thing, like your friends are all going. You go, yeah, I'll do it too, and it's fun. It sounds right. Let's go. Let's go together. Yeah. That actually fits with uh, bullet number two. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> and so, if you've been job hopping, you got to watch out. Okay. But uh, are you leaving for the right reasons? Yeah. Are you leaving for an extra buck? Are you leaving? Or are you leaving just cause just cause it's it's trendy? Yeah. 
or, or because the government said so. Oh no, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's not go there again. Okay. Uh, yeah, exactly. We know people who quit their, their perfectly good jobs because they say, hey, data analytics is going to be the next thing because I read mm. in the newspapers. But in, in, in truth, it may not be the right role for you. Just because it's good for Peter doesn't mean it's going to be good for Paul. Okay. So yeah. you have to be op- jump in wherever you want to move into with eyes wide open. And are yeah. you leaving for the right reasons? rational not emotional that's really important because a number of our clients sometimes they've hit a limit um, within their current roles and they feel really really upset or they're not happy Mm. and it's a trigger event Mm -hmm. Um, and then they get very emotional about it the next best thing that comes along they go okay fine i'm quitting not realizing that they've just jumped into a very green pasture and everyone knows why the grass is green the grass (laughs) is very green because the fertilizer (laughs) over on the other side is uh, like needed it's so much deeper so it looks really nice from the from the surface but when yeah. you dig a little bit deeper it's just the so that's why thing. you so yeah emotional talk decisions. to us talk to us okay if you have a situation like this come talk to us uh, because what you need is some career clarity which is what at career agility we help our our clients and you no know, we don't promise our clients jobs we what we do promise however is clarity to make the right decisions and, and it's really useful to have both Yen and myself as your private personal career career strategist. Yeah, because we disagree. You, with whether or not it's yeah, it's because it's dynamic and, and it's and it's all about it's all about uh, uh, whether or not you need someone to calibrate your thinking, someone who is objective and outside the outside of your game. Okay, so so you have to be uh, very wise in making that decision. Are you living for the right decisions, and are you living for the right role? Sometimes. We had this situation before where Facebook or Google calls up, calls a candidate up, calls this person up and say, oh, wow, you know, because the, the strength of the brand is so strong that like a yeah. sales salesperson, okay, Google calls him up for marketing role. They go, wow, no, it's, but it's Google. I can figure it out. They jump and they realize marketing's not for me or original role's not for me because it's too big or no, I, maybe I shouldn't have volunteered for Mongolia. As a, as a, to be the Mongolian country head. So what if it's Google, you know, for instance? So it's, it's, you have to leave for the right role, isn't it? The, the thing about um, organizations that are very um, attractive, and yes, you're right, number one, the role. Number two, um, please highlight, uh, pay attention uh, to the sort of leader you're going to be reporting to. And that's really important to the kind of boss you get, right? And, and I think for... Um, in, for my money, um, the culture fit is really, really crucial. It's got to be aligned mm-hmm. to yours. And if work-life balance is really what you want, then maybe Google's not for you. <laughs> or, or if working in teams is, or you know, in a structured environment is 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 your style, then again, Google is not for you because they need independent thinkers. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, culture fit. It's a culture fit, you see, and uh, ultimately, it's it's something that you really need to be mindful of. Otherwise, uh, it's it's going to come back Could to bite be, you. Yeah. Fire from so, jumping from the frying pan into the fire. That's not going to be healthy. Yeah. So uh, the question is: So if if you don't want to write a, your reason for living in the in your CV, okay, uh, what then can you do? Uh, well, our advice is come talk to us because it's it's very contextual, and we are probably able to help you. But no, come talk to us. We we can't. We don't have enough details and information. So come, come talk to us. Uh, we are always happy to, to help uh, give you some, some ideas. But, you know, besides this, uh, the, the whole idea is 
if you want to prevent yourself yeah. from being a job hopper or to move around from roles to roles, do you have a career strategy? You know, are you doing, mm -hmm. is there a plan? Oftentimes, individuals who skip around, is they skip around because they don't know exactly what they want. And like what someone yeah. earlier said, they're trying, they're sampling, okay? But you cannot sample with your with your career like you can't sample for you can't sample forever because the time does not wait for you to to experiment in fact the time for experimenting is when you're in schools and um, <laughs> that's true uh, and in, and in if your you, younger days when you're in you're your not, 20s maybe you can right in your 20s it's not like you're it's not like you're not allowed to try things but you have to have a certain common denominator that that is retained within your career story so, I mean, imagine, right? I mean, if you, uh, again, a recent story of uh, someone I was uh, speaking with, um, studied, uh, what, what did she study? Can't remember. Oh, well, studied hospitality and, um, and then got a degree in business, which is really good. And uh, first job was in HR <laughs> and 18 months later, joined the bank. So wow. you, if you look at that and you go, mm, this person is confused. And if, if there was some common denominator, maybe there was a, a strong, uh, mm -hmm. H, you know, if, if the next role was HR in a bank, that would make sense. But if you join a bank, yeah, you're doing, doing anti-money laundering or something. Disjointed, it's, it's, right? It, it's it's yeah. confusing to your, to your yeah. the person's reading your resume or looking at your LinkedIn going like, what is this person thinking? And yeah. we've seen quite a few of these uh, profiles where the jumps don't make sense. Like they're so, it's it's so distinct, you know, um, uh, a, a service industry, and then join a government um, we've, we've ministry, seen a lot, we've seen a lot, yeah. and then and then moved into something very different. So the, the, there's no connectivity. There's no what what we headhunters like to call a track record that we're looking we're yeah. looking for a track record. So so uh, there's no common thread running through it. Okay, and I do not buy the concept or the reason or the excuse that uh, I'm just sampling. Because uh, it, you, you can sample your job fantasies on your own dime, not, not when I, as a company, I'm paying for your salary. I'm yeah. not paying for you to sample, okay? I'm paying for you to deliver and fix a problem which I have. So I know, I know I'm sounding, you're sounding pretty cruel here. But you know, if you have- no, you're also sounding very, very ancient. <laughs> but, but that's the mindset of a lot of, uh, of, of bosses out there, you see. So, you know, it's, it's because a lot of bosses are very ancient. So, but, you know, I, I love it. I love our conversation here because we are being extremely authentic, honest, and true. And this is what the hiring manager, this is what the HR is gonna think about when they see your profile. Okay, and this is this is something which is which is truth because uh, over at Career Agility International, we we give you the unvarnished truth and how to handle it. And that then lies mm. next question: What can you do to fix it? Number one, if you're if you already have a somewhat jumpy, patchy career history. Uh, number one, uh, you got to rehabilitate your CV. Okay, you got to mm. rehabilitate your career story. The next move you have mm. to go into. Next move. Let's not stay. treat it as another sample. Okay, no. you got to stay. You got to stay. Yeah. And, and I, I like to, on this on this point. Um, sorry yeah. to interject, but there was no, no, an no, earlier no, no. comment. There was an earlier yeah. comment about how is it that if people know that you've just changed the job, but the recruiter still calls you to ask and asks if if you would like to move. Why, why would people still want to reach out to you if you've only just um, settled? The, the, the question is not why people would reach out to you, but what you should do when people reach out to you. 
So <laughs> yes, you have just joined, okay? But listen, guys, listen. There is nothing stopping you from having a conversation with another recruiter because it's good to know what's happening yeah. in your market. So you entertain the yeah. conversation, but know that it's not as if the recruiter calls and you go, oh yeah, 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 I wanna, I wanna go, um, I want to, I want to explore. No, you, you can have a chat. You don't have to put your head in the ring. But yeah. you want to know, right? You want to know what's going on because it gives you a chance to figure out if that could be something viable maybe in the next, um, you know, two to three years' time. It's okay. And, and, so we're yes. not saying, and we're not saying, no, don't go, you know. For all you know, it yeah. might be your, your destiny. It might just be the, yeah, yeah. To join that company, you know, seriously. But, and, and I'm not asking you to be dogmatic or, or, or yeah, stubborn. Yeah, or rigid. Yeah, or, no. You know, yeah. It, there are so many variables in the mix and that's why sometimes when you're in such a situation, it becomes very emotional and you it, it's a happy problem to have in a way, okay? But it's still a problem nonetheless. So yes. you will have to start thinking about how do I approach it? Uh, what are the things that I should consider? You know, what is it for the right role? Is it for the right company? Is it in line with my career strategy? And a lot of times it's difficult without mm. someone like us to come in to give you advice. So yeah. come drop us an email if you are in such a difficult and challenging situation where you, where, where you have so many companies courting you right now, okay? Tough. Definitely happy problem. Yeah, my condolences. You're such a hot piece of property right now. Okay, but... but someone, you know, someone, just <laughs> someone just commented that candidates will jump for money. You know, they will jump for an industry where an employer can pay. Um, yes and no. Um, and, and I think for the, the people that we've met, uh, and there are distinct uh, generational gaps perhaps, mm -hmm. uh, but yes, if you're a lot younger, then yes, uh, money is a main motivating factor. But when you're a little bit older, um, usually it's not about money. I can guarantee that. So it's, it's people jump for all sorts of reasons. Uh, most of the time, if it's a jump, it's because um, the two things, right? There's a push factor. Either they can't take the kitchen, the kitchen's too hot, they want to exit the kitchen. Or there's something really attractive, um, and they didn't, you know, they, they wanted in, to in move the, on in into the other kitchen. Yeah, yeah in the yeah, other in kitchen, the other cooking kitchen. fancier totally. stuff, stuff that you want to cook. Yeah. So, it, it's so, very yeah. subjective. Many many reasons. Yes. <laughs> so many reasons, but the whole point of it is this: if if you have to, okay, you have to be smart about it. Then you know, if you want to, if you already have a patchy career history, and you want to rehabilitate it, but this is the job you really don't want, or that's the job you really want. You have mm. to be very smart about it and it's very contextual. Yes. And if you are in such a situation, you need to know what your what, what the underlying motivation is, okay? What your factors yeah. are. Are you Correct. keeping job for me because you haven't found your place yet? You haven't found your calling, you haven't found your center? Or is it you just don't want to be in this industry, okay? But you're yeah. there just because of the money. Or maybe it's, there's so many reasons. Come talk to us and uh, a lot, you'll be surprised sometimes you to find the reasons that you, the underlying reasons aren't originally what you thought they were. Yeah, yeah. And and when you say be smart, really, it's just do more research um, and, and figure out whether or not this is aligned. And more importantly, play the long game. Because when we make emotional decisions, we're kind of myopic about it. Uh, you don't want to just, you, you've got to see what happens two, three steps all the way and, and, and be smart about it. That's why we put the word be smart. <laughs> not, not emotional. Be smart. be smart, don't be emotional. 
Be smart. Maxwell, Maxwell smart. Uh, so, yeah, be smart, okay? And uh, I think, uh, yes, I know, Maxwell smart is like goodness, okay? Adrian's age, showing his age again. Yes, uh, he is. Would, <laughs> would you believe? Okay, anyway. So, in, in summary, okay, uh, have a strategy. If you've mm. been, if you have an, several offers on hand, great. Have, have a strategy. Is this in line with what you want? Is, yeah. is, is this what I want? Wow, they're paying me twice as much. I would love it. But what if they're making you do five times the work? You know, or if they're going to send you off to Mongolia. Why am I talking about Mongolia so much yeah. this morning? Okay. Uh, it's, it's, if they're going to send you off to a third world country, which you don't want to be there, you know. Yeah. Then, yeah. Uh, or if you have to travel, away. or if you travel like crazy. I mean, they give you so much more money because yeah. the, the job is that much tougher. You mm. may not be aligned to what you really want. So that, that could be difficult so have a strategy have a career yeah. strategy and you know what better than to come to us the experts uh, who who literally who literally wrote the book on uh, career strategy okay career crossroads okay so so come talk to us because we are we are really good at what we do and how much is your career worth to you you know it's worth millions mm -hmm. of dollars if you think about it okay so come talk to us uh, because we are the experts and learn how to fix it if you learn how to fix it, it's not just about going to YouTube because your situation is so unique to yourself. Yes. And it's not and, just and enough to it, listen to. It's not Google. enough because uh, when you thing. go onto the interweb, the interweb has got a lot of wisdom. Uh, and that's, it, it's, but it's very generic wisdom. Yeah. And as you'll hear all the nagging, like, no, you should stay. And then the question, <laughs> and one of our comments was, how long can you stay before you, before you can leave? I get that a lot from young people. So how long can I stay in my first job before I quit? <laughs> because they're looking at um, you know, getting more money. I can't answer that question. And like, like Adrian's favorite answer, how long is a piece of string? <laughs> yeah, we're Mary. Hi, Mary, good morning. <laughs> so it's like, how long should we stay in a job in order not to be considered a job hopper? Uh, once again, it's very contextual, right? You, it is you entirely have... contextual. Mary yeah. is definitely not a job hopper. <laughs> Oh no, Mary, you're not a job. You're 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 definitely not. In fact, you're loyal, very loyal. Very loyal. Very yeah. loyal, and your loyalty has paid off. So that's amazing. Okay, but 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 the point also is this: um, it's very contextual. And if you don't, once again, though, if you're in danger, your boss is making life miserable. Mm. You're losing sleep. Mm. You're losing yeah. weight. You're, you know, then maybe it is time to move even if you're even if you had a patchy history you know uh don't kill yeah. yourself on the job there's a lot Agreed. more important things in life than that, than that. Yes. okay so don't just say oh adrian yen said that we cannot be job so i'm gonna continue working in this uh, industrial waste dump oh. okay without <laughs> any protective gear and uh even though i noticed i've got uh three fingers growing up on my other hand i'm still gonna carry on in this radioactive place okay no don't okay uh, there are a lot of important things in life rather than your job yeah. uh, but don't be emotional about it learn how to fix it and uh, of course, I uh, you know uh, realize that even if you've had a patchy history before, your future starts today, because as what you make as cliche as it sounds, yes. as cliche your as it sounds, starts. it's true. Your future starts today. Okay, so, so don't be too, <laughs> don't be, don't don't be too fixated over what's happened in the past. Okay, uh, it can be fixed. Uh, it can be explained away. It may not be easy to do that, but it can be resolved. So don't feel too down, yes. too depressed. You'll be okay. Uh, as long as you keep looking forward and you keep thinking about the right things and develop a career strategy. Yeah. So come talk to us if you have any questions. Okay, this is something which we always say. You know, uh, 
don't if you don't have to go out on your own don't but a lot of a lot of times uh you know it, it's it's this is a unique point in time uh in in singapore's history i would say okay like after, especially after two and a half years of pandemic we're finally seeing the markets open up and we're finally seeing opportunities coming in and we're seeing individuals who are faced with very interesting roles our advice to you is make sure you know what you want make sure you know what you're getting into and measure everything out there's some degree of emotional uh, decision making okay factor your career move on on the rational not just on the emotional agree entirely agree um that there's this there's a comment um about culture and job fit and whether i mean you wouldn't want to join again based on the comment you wouldn't want to join somewhere and then leave again in three months but then again does that mean you have to suffer in inverted commas for a period just so that you do not look like a job hopper um, again, it's very contextual. Uh, if mm -hmm. you have joined a company and you realize, holy crap, and it's only been three months, maybe it's time to cut your losses if there's something better, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Because why would you want, if it's only been three months and you're already feeling the heat of the yeah. burning, um, you know, you don't have to suffer. Again, it depends, right? So, in fact, um, uh, yeah, I want to be a bit. I want to be a bit, I want to be a bit controversial here. Contentious. Always, I'm always okay. contentious and controversial, okay? I'm just going to roll my eyes a little bit, everyone. Roll your eyes, okay? In fact, <laughs> in fact, if you jump into a company, okay, regardless of what happens in the past, okay? If you jump into a company and you, on day one, you go in there and you go, oh, oh no, okay, this yeah. is not the one I want. Get oh, up. boy, you know, what? You mean there's no caviar in the fridge? No, I'm just kidding. No, it's like, you know, you, you go in and you go like, oh, this is really a bad, you know? Bad decision, yes. Okay? Yeah. From if day one. Quit, if you could quit fast, okay. Don't hang around. Yeah. Until... It's it's very similar to your concept of failing fast, isn't it? So yeah, if yes. if the environment is really bad, and then I you have to measure it. the opportunity cost, right? Is it better yeah. to have a career break? Yes, <laughs> because it's so bad. Then you know. But you have to speak with. I mean, I guess come talk to us yeah. about it because Once again, it's we'll, we'll give you an we'll give you an objective point of view. Because if you were to speak to, to someone who maybe had your best interests at heart and they didn't know how bad it could be because they really have never really seen that sort of environment um, or they never heard of it uh, or, or they just, you know, ah, but, you know, you know we, we get some very well-meaning older people who like to tell us, ah, I, I think ah, you young snowflakes and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, it, it, it's, yeah, come talk to objective people, okay? Come talk to us. <laughs> And, and we're not saying that on day one or day five, you go like, wow, this is a terrible place or this is a tough market I want to leave now. Okay, don't, don't quit. So there's so many variables involved, okay? But, mm -hmm. but uh, there are signs which you need to be, which you need to read, okay? And sometimes you just, if you need to move, then make a move. Don't, don't feel imprisoned. Uh, don't feel yeah. obligated. But there's so many variables involved. So yeah. uh, just be yeah. mindful about it. And... We've we've helped quite a few um, of our clients with their mm. with their mental shields. You know, you go into the office at a, a, an environment that's not really good, but we've we help them with their with their psychological protection and body armor, so that when they go in, right, they they can <laughs> they they have the strength to hang in there a little bit longer. The strength fact, to carry on. In, the strength to fact, fight. Turn, to fight. <laughs> In fact, to turn things around, sometimes it just requires um, yeah. um, some strategies. 
yeah. then they turn things around. They outlaw. They outlast the toxicity. Yeah. And then, yeah, we've and had a lot of battle stories. And then they ride off into the sunset. And then they're like, the hero. Oh, I agree. Like, Someone just put a comment. Don't trust everything your recruiters say. I agree because the recruiter's <laughs> job is to sell you the role. So they're going to obviously tell you everything. Now, how many of us here have interviewed for jobs? And then when we started, hang on, this was not what we agreed during the interview. But by then you joined and it's too late. Yeah, I know. So, so you, you never <laughs> no, know. Uh, I agree. I agree. <laughs> Yes. So be wise, <laughs> okay. Be wise. Be smart about it. Uh, no, thanks, Deb, for the comment. Uh, always, always love your feedback, Deb. Okay, and uh, come, come talk to us. But you know, uh, it's 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 all about being happy at work. It's all about having career success, and it's all about having a career strategy. Strategies. So you know, sustainable it's, it's all about strategies. strategies. Yeah. So come come talk to us. And on that note, you know, we are running out of time, but we want to. Yeah invite you again uh, to our other programs that we might have you know uh, on thursday mornings i'm i'm on, on uh, 1fm 91.3 radio uh, at happy at work at eight, 8 in the morning and uh, on the uh, i'm on national radio and on a facebook page as well there's a whole uh, recording yes, of the, yeah. of the i'm very proud of your celebrity status yeah <laughs> hey, uh, and also and, and flex flex i was on the news uh, two nights ago uh so <laughs> what, the, what, the, what what a show about agent is but uh, it's, it's been fun and uh, you know drop us a note yeah, if you have any career questions making a difference yeah i know i think it's, you're it's making really a fun. difference it's good it's good to share yeah. our message yeah it is and we are there's so many lives that we are changing and we are mm. affecting and we're making better so together you and me the dream team at career agility we want to wish you a great weekend ahead and we want to tell you uh, build your career strategy make the right choices and if you need any help, no, just reach out to us. Info at careeragility.org. Have a great weekend ahead, guys. Okay.